Welcome everybody to Nutty Buddy Entertainment and on today's episode, Travis and I break down the Eternals movie. We talk about the great, the good, the bad, the ugly. We also get into some plot holes and even some ways that we would have changed the movie ourselves. That's coming up right here, right now on Nutty Buddy Entertainment. Okay, welcome back to Nutty Buddy Entertainment. I am your host, Ryan, and with me, I have Travis, and he's back again. How's it going, Travis? Good. How are you, Ryan? I am good as well. So Travis and I, we are going to do a review of the Eternals. So when did you see Eternals, Travis? Opening night, Thursday. Nice. I did not nice. I did not plan to go see it. It was kind of last minute thing. I was just like, hey, do you want to go see it tonight? And my wife was like, Yeah, let's go do it. So because we hadn't done anything like that in a long time. Nice. So yeah, and I we forgot went... that it was super long. Sorry. I forgot that it was like over two and a half hours long or close to it. So did you go at 12? Like opening no, night? No, it was like six, like six thirty, I think. Oh, that ain't too bad. Uh, Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. We went uh, Friday night, opening weekend. So, wasn't wasn't we went to the big one in Appleton, like the big Super or Delta screen or whatever it's called, Super Delta. <laughs> I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> That's definitely not what it's called, but. <laughs> It was amazing. Uh, not as full as I thought it'd be. The theater was a little more emptier. I thought it'd be like packed, but uh, yeah. So what we're going to do, guys, is we're going to first give our general thoughts on the movie. We'll keep it, try to keep it spoiler free. And then we'll get into the great, the good, the bad and the ugly. And then we're going to talk a little bit of some of the plot holes of the movie. And then we'll give it our, our rating uh, out of 10. So. You ready, Travis? Yep. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Let's start out with our general review. So what was your initial or kind of general thoughts of the movie, Travis? Overall of the movie, I thought it was okay. Um, Some parts were definitely not necessary in the movie, and it kind of got drug on a little bit longer than what I thought it was gonna be because i don't know how you are in a movie but i'm like i'm constantly like moving and adjusting how i'm sitting and i noticed i was doing it way more than i should have been but yeah it was uh it was okay it it's not my favorite marvel movie and it's not the worst marvel movie i've seen how about you yeah, I went in. So I went in with super low expectations because I read some of the reviews about and, and it's not that those reviews are wrong. I think they hit on a lot of points like it, it was slow at sometimes there's a lot of characters to develop and not enough time to develop all the characters um, and things like that. But I, 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 I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised that I enjoyed it. I don't know. I, I would say I'm, I'm sort of probably with you. It's probably okay. It's not the best Marvel movie I've seen. It's not the worst, but um, I, I would, I was, I was, I was kind of pleasantly surprised when, you know, after I was done, I was like, hey, you know what? It wasn't that bad. Be, I, probably because I was bracing myself for an awful movie is probably why. Yeah. Well, even like, in the beginning they have all the like they're writing the story or whatever and you're like reading what's going on the screen and it's like i'm trying to figure out what's already happening and then i forget if the first scene was like them in the ship or where they were but i I like was immediately lost because i'm like oh is this where uh what's her name does something that she shouldn't do or like what's happening but I mean, it all makes sense at the end, but I was I was thoroughly confused for a while. It's hard when you don't know any of these characters. I'm trying Correct. to remember names, and I'm like, okay, who is this? What what is a celestial? What is a deviant? What who are these people? Things like that. It, so it was a lot going on for me to 
try and keep track of in the beginning. Yeah, I think that's what, what a lot of people were saying too. I, um, it, it kind of funny because you mentioned the wording goes up. So I, me, I was joking with a friend and like it started out like with a Star Wars type thing where it had that scroll but then like the entire movie was like a justice league type atmosphere and, and that's how it felt to me sort of almost like a dc movie uh like a batman versus superman like the the atmosphere and I'm like you can't have a justice league movie without batman <laughs> you, know, like, you had superman you had flash in there you know cyborg the guy who invented stuff or whatever so i but i was just like but no batman you can't have batman in there it's ridiculous but yeah it was it was it was interesting because it was kind of like a a mesh of movies put together yeah i would agree yeah okay well so general thoughts i think that's all we got we're going to get into some spoiler stuff so let's start out let's get into uh the great the good the bad the ugly the great so travis let's start with you uh what was something that you thought was great about the movie that you considered like really good about it well i enjoyed the setup for the next movie that's going to come uh, cause I love myself some cliffhangers at the end of movies. And, uh, that is what helped Marvel and all their previous movies have such great success by always leaving you hanging at the end. So I enjoyed the cliffhanger that they put at the end of this movie. So it sets it up for the next one because like we already said, this movie was okay, but I feel like what is going to happen in the future is going to be a lot better, or at least I hope it is. Yeah. So what you're saying basically is like the post-credit scenes were like the best too. So you like the uh, the Eros, um, Harry Styles, One Direction. I, I yeah. Hopefully he sings for us when he does uh, act in his movie, but and he is you know who he is yeah eros right that's thanos's yeah. brother yeah i i didn't mind the ending of the movie either when erishim ends up taking them so I, I mean that leaves you hanging too as to you know where do you take them what's going to happen to them stuff like that what about the second post credit scene did you did you like that or? Uh, I had to do my research because I didn't know who this guy is. So, um, yeah, I thought that was good. And did you recognize the voice? Yeah, I knew right away who it was. It was Blade. Yeah. So that'll be interesting hmm. um, how they develop that, <laughs> to say the least. But um, that that's funny that that like is the great for a lot of people is the, the post credit scenes, which how grand of a movie it was you know um it's surprising a little bit that like most people feel that way that's almost the best part of the movie yeah i actually read somewhere that some people thought it was nick fury at the end talking in the background yeah um, and yeah and then there was the other one that some people thought it was uh what if the um the oh. guy who couldn't interfere but interfered yeah I can't remember his name. The Watcher. The Watcher. They thought it was The Watcher. But yeah, it was Blade. I guess he got voice credited for the, the movie. And then some of the cast members came out and said he was that it was his voice. So yeah, I didn't we'll I that. didn't know that. I, I thought it was Nick, like I was guessing it was Nick Fury. So no, it's Blade. Yeah. They uh yeah, he's got a voice credit for for in being in the internal, so which will be interesting to see how that uh, plays out, to say the least. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and give one thing I thought was great, and then we'll go back to you. Um, the execution wasn't great, but I liked the, the, the idea uh, behind the story, which was basically like they, they, the, the choice, the, the conflict that they had to overcome, which was that they were supposed to help born these celestials. And um, they had to decide in like towards the end of the movie, like, do we do what we were created for or do we go against that? 
you know what I'm saying? And then like the different perspectives. Um, I think it's Kingo. I thought he had the most unique perspective. Like I agree with Icarus. We should just be helping. Right. That's his name. The, the, the Bollywood guy. Sorry, by the way, everybody listening, if we butcher some of these names, you guys know already, like, come on, I, I can't pronounce my own name sometimes. So, so Kingo, he, he, his decision was sort of me the most fascinating because he like agreed with Icarus, but he didn't like want to fight the others to, to help Icarus. So he's like, I'm just going to let you guys do what you want to do. I'm going to sit out this fight. I thought that was a pretty unique per, like way of going about that character. Um, so that was one of the things that I thought was great. Sort of the, the conflict within the movie of whether they should let this celestial be created and create more life or stop him from killing the lives that were already on Earth. Nice. Yeah, that is nice. That is nice. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, did you have another great? Nope. No, okay. Did you? Yeah, I did. I I actually like uh the relationship between Athena and Gildamesh. Like the you know Angelina Jolie's character, I was more invested in that relationship than the two main characters. I didn't really care about that relationship at all. I don't know why any of us should have cared. Um, I did like Icarus because I always like sort of like the villain, um. He, I, and he was kind of stoic though his acting was a little stoic but i kind of liked the character like the 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 fact like he was this what's what's the problem is, is we're getting into some like plot holes but like it's kind of strange that the celestials would make them all like the same like why would you make everybody like icarus basically <laughs> because he was the most powerful right. um but I, I did thought that was uh uh pretty good as well i liked i, I kind of liked him his character h- him like st- sticking to his why he was created and i'm gonna do this you know what i'm saying yeah yeah all right did you did you find any of the relationships fascinating or no uh not not really um i didn't I didn't even really care for that one that you were talking about, like Gilgamesh and uh, Athena. I, I was just like, okay, whatever. And the main, the main uh, two characters also in her like love triangle that she had dating the one guy in the beginning, mm. and then right. going back to her ex husband for seven thousand years or whatever it was. I just it was just adding more to the story that I didn't really feel like was needed, but they, I guess they needed to develop these characters a little bit. Yeah. I guess the reason why I was fascinated with that relationship is I don't, I guess it was kind of cool. Like, I guess they didn't like love each other, but they were just, they were bond. Like he felt a, a love, like not like a husband wife or whatever, but it was like a friendship and he was willing to like sacrifice his life to take care of her. You know what I'm saying? even so that her memory wouldn't get wiped because she wanted to keep her memories so that's why i thought it was so fascinating because it was like a friendship type thing i don't know it was i thought it was pretty cool and unique we don't see that a whole lot usually if a guy and a girl you know (laughs) their love is always like to 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 have babies type of love you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> way to keep it g-rated right uh, <laughs> okay. okay let's uh let's go to our next uh the next point here the good travis what would you say um the good is in the eternals um i enjoyed the deviants that were in there so they're the creatures that correct me if i'm wrong but they're created by erishim and then eventually they basically started thinking for themselves and they morphed into different creatures. And then uh, eventually we see that they can take the powers of other Eternals, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, so yeah, that was, that was one of the things that I thought was cool, just the deviance in general. Um, and the the different things that they could do because once the I forgot what his name is at the end but once he like almost became into what he was supposed to be 
I thought that was cool compared to just being like a a weird looking wolf or whatever he started off as or uh, not wolf but I forgot what his creature looked like at the beginning but what <clears throat> so wasn't his name like crow or something like yeah. that yeah yep that's it crow. yeah yeah I'm gonna actually talk about him a little later um but I did I did like the deviants um but when when we get into his character super underused in my opinion but we'll get into that in a second um i didn't have a whole lot i guess like i i like the 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 cinematic experience that i felt was good it could have obviously been better with a good story like a better story i think like or a better execution of a story i thought some of the characters were okay like but for the most part, they, you know, some of them where I couldn't care less or, you know what I'm saying? So it was hard to find like some stuff that was like good, you know what I'm saying about this, the, 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 the show here, uh, the show, the movie, the movie Eternals. But I'm going to say that I did enjoy some of the characters. I did. I did enjoy some of them, just not all of them. Uh, we talked about some of them that I liked with Icarus and um, I like Drew Druig. I like him. I thought he was a little underused. The, the thing about them not interfering was pretty cool concept. Like it was a good concept, but the execution of that, which we'll talk about in a little bit was, well, it was bad. It was a bad execution. So we'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I had a couple other good things actually that I Go ahead. liked. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy the uh, that the end fight scene when it was first. It was um, the main guy, Icarus. Icarus. Yep. So it was Icarus versus basically everybody else, and they're on the beach. And then all of a sudden, that crow guy shows up. So it was like one versus one versus one kind of deal, and then. I think it was Athena. Yeah, Athena's like, why are why are you helping Icarus right now? And he said, we can't let Crow get his powers. So it was like uh, they had to find a, they had to like draw a line basically of how far they would fight both of these characters at the same time. So I enjoyed that. Um, another thing, oh, with that fight, I enjoyed uh Bastos when he had Icarus basically like pinned down to the earth and like whatever kind of ring thing he had going on that was pinned yeah. to the earth I thought that was pretty cool um and the last thing that I got I don't know if you want to go off of any of those points or not no no I I would agree with the 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 pin down by Fastos I I would say the I, I like the dilemma that they had that they had to keep Crow away from Icarus because, you know, they didn't want to power. But again, we'll get into Crow in a little bit. I just I felt like he was very underused. He was probably the most fascinating, one of the most fascinating characters that they just never touched on. But go ahead. Mm. And then <clears throat> the last one. So I don't know. I don't know about you, but. I was trying to figure out, all right, who out of this Eternals group is going to turn bad or not be with them at the end? And did you did you guess it during the movie or no? You did. So I thought it was going to be, I know they were making it seem like it was going to be Thena the whole time because like her memory was going and we didn't really know what to make of that. Plus she's a big name. So I figured she's got to be like the main villain here at the end. So I didn't see Icarus turning bad until like, it's fairly obvious. So I thought that was, they did a good job with that, um, that part. That, that, the, the twist that I like, this was a good for me, I forgot to mention. Um, so, so that was the twist you like, right? That Icarus was kind of the bad guy. Mine was that Sprite went, with Icarus at the end there to help Icarus with the celestial, the emergence. Um, so when we were at the theater with, I was with Rowan and me and him were like, you know, we were talking sometimes during the movie and 
when I seen that um, Ajax was dead, I said, I think Icarus killed her. I was, I was pretty close, pretty close. And the big, big reason why there was nothing wrong with the house. The doors were open, but there was nothing wrong with the house. And I'm like, well, if a deviant would have attacked her and killed her, the house would have been probably wrecked, right? Like, because they're not like worried about things around the area. So I was like, yeah. So I, I thought I, I kind of predicted that Icarus was like the bad, kind of the bad guy once I saw Ajax was dead. But nice. Yeah. Um, when you say, when Sprite went with uh, Icarus, it's like they they like spoiled that before it even happened because they're like, you're like Tinkerbell is what they said. So you kind of you kind of knew that was going to happen at the end. But. Yeah, I like the I like the, the that they were falling through with it. But then we're going to talk about what I didn't like about that. OK, and so I did okay. like I like that they f- f- followed through with it. So not everybody was on the side of good. I like that there was more like of a struggle among the characters even like kingo he 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 would have been on icarus side but he thought that he shouldn't he wouldn't you know interfere basically and that's why he didn't he didn't fight so um any more good you had on the eternal that's all i had more than i thought i would that's for sure yeah yeah that's good let's get into the bad the bad Travis, what was again one of the bad that you had in the movie? All right, where to start, Ryan? <laughs> so I'm not I'm not big into reading comics, okay? So I don't know every superpower out there and stuff like that, but to me it didn't really seem like they came up with anything original and these superheroes that have these superpowers so i'm gonna i'm gonna list off everybody this is a mini game okay ryan i'm gonna list off everybody and you tell me who they would be compared to as a superhero okay okay i like it i'll I'll give you my answer too so if you want time to answer i can go before you but we'll start with thena who would you compare thena to wonder woman Perfect. I had Captain America. I tried to keep it Marvel, like oh, Marvel, okay. I see what as you're best saying. as I could. But I do have some DC in there. Even a non, I don't think one of my characters is either of those. But uh, so Ajax, who would you compare her to? So she, she had the power of healing. Um. You don't even have to look at it from the standpoint of her superpower either. I just, I did her as like a leader. <laughs> okay. I thought you were, I was going to say, um, yeah, that's a, t- uh, for superpower, the, the one I can think of is um, like Wolverine, but that I, that's the only, that's the only thing that they'd have in common is healing. So who did you have? I put Nick Fury with healing basically because he's like the leader. Okay. And all they did was like, give her a superpower. Okay. She can heal. That's fair. Uh, Sprite. So the uh, Mysterio, if like, like the, the, the ability to create illusions. Now, obviously Mysterio in the MCU is using different tactics but that would be my thing is probably yeah i did loki because oh, there you he go. can do that too that's so, a better one um icarus that's superman to me exactly uh fastos that would be cyborg to me okay so i did i did him as batman almost like a he's creates all sorts of stuff and or tony stark even right you could have said that would that'd be a good one too yep um makari well that's quicksilver flash right yeah that's exactly what i had both of them uh druig professor x wait yeah professor x yeah but he can walk (laughs) shots fired (laughs) 
Uh, yep, that's exactly who I had. Uh, Gilgamesh. So super strength. The Hulk. well, the Hulk, um, just being able to control it. Yeah. Yeah, I did the Hulk, but more boring, basically. <laughs> uh, seriously. So I never quite under she's able to take what i understand about her powers take something and make it into something else right Is yeah that... like she can she can touch something and basically transform it into something else correct what okay I got. that's what mm-hmm. um i don't know actually yeah this one was tough for me so i had to really reach but i put ang from airbender if you've ever seen that oh yeah i yeah yeah. Okay. So like, I mean, not that she can like control those, but you know, a little bit of manipulation there. It would so, have been cooler though, if she was like Aang. Right. Exactly. Anyway, go ahead. And then, um, Kingo. So that would have been havoc for me. Okay. I just did Cyclops, but with his hands instead. So. Well, that's what Havoc is. I think he's he's his brother that shoots it. It might be out of the chest, actually. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm with you there. So basically what I wanted was give me something original, something better than these characters that we could, you know, get you. compare to anybody else. And especially our main character, Icarus. Don't make him Superman. I mean, that. It's like that's DC's thing, Marvel. What are you doing? I don't I didn't quite get that one. Well, that's why I started out with like Wonder Woman and because it's like it is basically like three quarters of the Justice League. I will say that Cersei's to me is sort of a unique ability though. Like we haven't seen that in the MCU. Um somebody who's able to change something. It would have been cooler if I guess we got like one thing that doesn't get answered, which is sort of can be a bad as well, you know, to play off your point is why do they all have different powers and why did they not just like, why didn't the celestial just give them all, all the powers? You know what I'm saying? Why didn't they just make eight superhuman everything to go? Why do they have to be different? I don't know. Or make one that can do basically everything, you know? Right. I, yeah, I don't I don't know why there's such diversity and like obviously one of them is the strongest, which is a, another little point I had was was Icarus. He's supposed to be the strongest out of them all. But Athena is still considered the greatest warrior. You know, because he's like, he like even talks to her and he's like, it's an honor to be fighting alongside of you. And it's like, what, okay, who's supposed to be the best then, basically, you know? And then he can't, when the, when it's crunch time in the middle of the movie, he can't even save Gilgamesh. So it's like, how strong is he, you know? Yeah, and and that was a horrible like moment because like I feel like so Cersei she like turned this deviant into a tree, and then Icarus comes over there and like hugs her and makes sure she's okay and blah blah. Meanwhile, Gildamesh is trying to <laughs> fight this deviant, and and uh, Athena's losing her mind and they're like sitting there making sure each other's okay. It's like why don't you go check on your friends there? Like <laughs> they need your help. And didn't he come, like, wasn't he out there fighting and then he went back? I can't remember if that's how that happened. Right, but Gildamesh told them to go because okay. they needed help, which made sense, okay? So that's how they separate them. But how they, like, the, the fact that they hugged, you know, and, 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 like, took time to make sure each other were okay and not like, oh, we better go check on our other family members. It, that was kind of silly to me. Yeah, I... Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into my first bad. Um, I didn't really like 
so Ajax dying, that's the first thing I'm going to mention. I didn't really care. It was way too early in the movie to kill off a character because like, so the, the, the whole point is like, they want to attach you to these characters so that you feel something right when they die. And it's like, so when she died, I was like, so, and then like they had flashbacks after she died that like developed her. And it's like, I don't care at that point. I know she died. Why do I care that she's had a change of heart? She's dead, whatever the case may be. So I guess the way they handled that with Ajax, I just didn't, didn't like that at all. I felt like that could have been done a lot better. Yeah, I agree. It just, when they, I don't mind it when a movie jumps around in timelines like that, where it goes way back and then forward. But yeah, trying to develop them, like you just said, and then killing them, like knowing that they're dead already, it makes you just be like, okay, whatever. This is just helping me uh, figure out something else in the movie, not drawing an attachment to this character anymore. Yeah, I want to, when we talk about what they could, could have done better with this movie the eternals we'll come back to that but um yeah the flashbacks i think really hurt the movie this is pacing uh which was another i'll go ahead and just say my second bad was the pacing it was just a bit slow at times it was it was slow it seemed messy at times um and i i sort of understand like it's an origin story so that like like um you haven't seen Shang-Chi yet right no but okay so there's moments in that movie too it's slow because it's an origin story so you're setting up this whole new world and you got to so I get it but I think because of the way they did it it made it almost too slow at times needlessly so that was another bad I had it was so slow it was like two and a half hours long so yeah, it felt it. Um, there, there was somebody that said that they went to the movies and somebody was snoring next to them halfway through the movie. It was it was not good for them. Uh, well, you got another bad? I do. Um, so they they talked about this. Well, they in the previews they talk about this and then they answer it. But basically, everyone's like, "Well, why why did the Eternals not stop Thanos?" from doing this and they say that that's because the celestials forbade them from interfering with human affairs okay that in itself doesn't really make sense you know because they basically their main thing is to keep the deviants from killing a bunch of people but honestly i don't even think combined all of these uh, Eternals could stop Thanos by himself. I don't think they're strong enough to do that. And uh, another thing that I, I wrote is I, I think you could take a quarter of the Avengers and they would be able to beat the Eternals. <laughs> In fact, what if you had to take three, three Avengers, who are you taking? I have my three. Like the fight, if you had to fight all 10 Eternals? Yeah. Well, all you need to do is, honestly, you take Scarlet Witch, um, Captain Marvel, and the Hulk, and you pro- or Thor. You could throw Thor in there. I- I'm just going to take the people who fought uh, Thanos at the end. Iron Man, Thor, and <laughs> Captain America, and they'd get the job done. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I agree with you, especially on that Thanos point. It didn't really make sense because then, like, so um, I think Fastos, right? He invented the bomb that blew up um, Japan, uh, Japan, right, in World War II. Nak- Nakajima Hiroshima. or Hiroshima. 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 Yeah, so he invented that bomb. So if you're not supposed to interfere with humans, why are you inventing stuff like that for them? That doesn't make sense, right? Um, yeah, he, he was there to basically help. From what I got from him, is he was there to basically help them create technology in order to advance their civilization forward. And then even um, uh, what is his name, Druig, 
is like, well, if we're advancing them, because there's that one scene where like the guys have guns compared to the other guys who just have like bow and arrows or whatever. And uh, he's like, well, this isn't fair at all. And so you can see where the balance of technology has like gotten like uh, the scales have been tipped way far towards one side. But yeah, I, I don't know. I just thought he was like there to help them move along. But when they showed him as what he had done, you know, that was kind of like, okay. So, and that brings up another thing. It's like, so they're not supposed to interfere, right? But the whole point is to help the celestials emerge. So get to, to this point of emergence, right? So like, um, the faster the human population grows, the quicker that this emergence is going to happen, right? So wouldn't it actually been better if they did interfere in the human affairs so that more people would live and then the emergence would happen quicker? So they did touch on that. They said if they did interfere humans wouldn't find a way in order to solve that problem and like fix it so that they could advance faster because i think if they were to help them along humans would just take that for granted and probably never create things themselves in order to advance to like not prolong life but like be able to cure themselves of different ailments and things like that so that the population would keep growing they touched on it a little bit which i guess made enough sense to me i don't know if you remember that i'm trying to it was a long movie um i don't know like so so again but then couldn't you be like fastos or whoever couldn't they just like create a or ajak couldn't he just heal everybody i mean <laughs> you could or you could like, have, I'm just uh, trying to make sense of it because the whole point is to get to the population of the emergence. So it goes back to even with the snap, right? With Thanos, it's like technically that set the emergence back by a lot like that. And that wasn't anything humans did or needed to grow from. It was just this guy who had an idea and he thought it was right. So he was going to get rid of half the population. It's like, well, that's affecting the emergence, right? So why, why wouldn't they jump on that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they could have had the chick with super speed gather everybody and then Druig mind control them and then make the population quadruple, you know, like that. I, I don't know. It's it's hard because they went backwards in time. And so what happens is now they have to explain things that they sort of make plot holes and, and they didn't do a good job. I don't think they did a great job explaining it. That's, I guess, where I'll... I'll what i'll say about that um let's see here let me go to my next one uh that i had um oh sprite i didn't like sprite okay she That's she exactly was what i had <laughs> no, <laughs> no we never get an answer to why she was created so that she was young and like that she never grows up we never get an answer to that which was sort of like annoying, but also she was kind of annoying, but, and then the one thing she did that I was like, oh, I actually like that they did that with her with was Icarus, the Icarus thing. They like backpedal it in the end and they're like, oh no, now she wants to be part of the good guys again. It's like, no, like commit to it. Like you, you kind of gave her a cool, I felt like it was kind of, you made her, character like worthy of me being interested in now like in my opinion anyway like oh she's gonna join him because like she's in love with him but then as soon as like the confrontation's over she's like oh i want to be good again basically so it's like i don't know i didn't sorry i didn't like it i didn't like her i didn't like the character i liked the little twist they had but then they backpedaled it with ruined the twist for me so yeah, it's like she took her shot to be with the guy and it didn't work out. So then she immediately went back to where she was. And even at the end, I thought it was kind of dumb. Like, so she can grow up, but she's not going to be a celestial anymore or uh, uh, an eternal anymore. 
is what yeah. I got out of that. So she's going to be able to grow up and have a normal life, but she's going to die when she's 80. Yeah, I didn't. We'll talk about that a little bit too, because that's part of, uh, something about that is part of my ugly as as far as that goes. But uh, yeah, it just I don't know. It was it, not the best character, and I don't know. Any other bad you had? No, you took my last one with Sprite. <laughs> nice. Glad we both didn't like her. I was nervous that like you would love her and <laughs> that we'd have to have this long debate about it. So, no, it was, it was funny though. I was listening to somebody reviewing it and like, they mentioned that her hairstyle didn't change in 7,000 years. Like it's the same exact hair. That's like, true. Teenage, yeah. teenage girls uh, change their hair more often than that. So, okay. Let's get into the last uh, part of our review. The ugly. <laughs> Travis, what was your ugly? So my ugly is the main villain who even right off the bat, you kind of know he's like bad, Erishim. I just think he was boring. I mean, they're going to expand on it later, obviously. But any, in my opinion, any movie that has huge bad guys that are like bigger than worlds are never interesting there mm. there there's nothing cool about them uh if you ever have a fight scene with them they move so slow you know and stuff like that so like i don't see how they're gonna make anything really cool happen with him in the end so I get he's this almighty and powerful being, but I just, I didn't really find him interesting at all. So, and plus, even on the screen, I don't know, uh, I'm trying to think of an example, but any giant, giant bad guy, basically, that's portrayed on a movie screen never gets portrayed in the right way that it feels like, wow, he could like, uh hit someone like super fast or whatever and then they'd be dead but like that, no, that nothing like that happens because we as humans can't understand the concept of someone being bigger than a world and like him just crushing it at his fingertips or something like that you know like there's no um what's the word there's no satisfaction or there's no like highlight to that because it would be over in like a matter of less than a second sure yeah do you think like with with him anyway and maybe some of the the um what marvel's going with these celestials do you think that like that they're going almost too big like too grand in a way yeah i was hoping that they would maybe it's too early because this is like the what the third movie that's in phase whatever we're in right now yeah what phase are we in uh five four phase four, four. yeah maybe it's too early but there has to be another thanos type character that you would think they're gonna build up to at the end and i know it's not gonna be erishim at least it shouldn't be because we already met him so there sh it should be somebody else like I remember how cool it was when uh, you're watching the Avengers movie, the first one, and at the very end, you see Thanos, and he's like, I think it's that movie, unless that was Guardians of the Galaxy, where he takes his helmet, and he's like, fine, I'll do things myself. Oh, I think that was the end of Age of Ultron, wasn't it? He I, puts I on the remember. gauntlet. Yeah, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, well, I think that that King King the Conqueror is actually. It sounds like he'll be the main bad guy, the Thanos type level threat. But is he in that movie? No, he's in. Um, he's in Loki. Did you see Loki the series yet? Yeah, I did. I'm trying to remember. So remember he he who remains at the end. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually. Nathaniel Richards, which is King the Conqueror. Oh, 
Yeah. So he's actually good. But the only problem I have is, so if he's the main, it sounds like he's going to be the main focus as far as the main villain in phase four. But then what role are these Celestials going to play? Because they seem like they would be more powerful than, and like like you mentioned, we're, we're kind of all sort of insignificant in the eyes of a Celestial. Like how, how are you going to beat them? But yeah, I don't know. So, um, the ugly, my first one, Cersei's, um, for the main character, I didn't like her. Uh, and I thought her story arc was super boring. It's basically like she's the main hero who loves everybody and she's afraid of her powers. It's like, I, I've heard that story a thousand times. It's not appealing. Like that's her biggest fear. Is her own powers. It's like that's not, it's not a thing. Like, it, it's just not. I can't. It, like, she finds out she can manipulate a deviant, and then the very next thing she like has to put in marble is a huge celestial, and she's able to do it. And then, along with that, this this the sprite thing where like she turns her into a normal human. Like, how did she even know she could do that? Like. How does she know that she had the power to turn her into a normal human when she barely knew how to use her powers like 10 minutes ago? You know what I'm saying? Like, and isn't that like just a convenient plot point? Like, oh, we're just going to the like, I hate that when powers are not explained and they're so random and they just like throw in a power whenever they need it. Oh, I can all of a sudden do this. Oh, I can do that too. And that's what it felt like. Oh, we want to turn her into a human. So guess what? We can now use this power to do that. How did she know? How did she know she could do that? So that was my first ugly, her character, you know, the way they portrayed her and then her using her powers. It was just all to me, just ugly. It's like she has her powers and she knows what her powers are for 7,000 years. And she doesn't know how to expand on her powers until the last half an hour of the movie. So it's mm-hmm. like, how did you not try and do something different this whole time or something like that? So yeah, right. that was, that was kind of dumb. And yeah, I, and I, I just... don't know if it was because of that, whatever that thing was that she got from uh, Ajax. I don't know if that's what helped her at the end with Sprite or if that was from the Celestial Seed or something like that that she got extra power from, but I don't know. What was that thing where they all connected? Like the Omi? Yeah. Like the... Uh, yeah. But, unibrain or whatever. I don't know. What yeah, the Unibrain like or the Only Brain or whatever they call it. So it sounded like they had enough energy from that that's what I understood. Like there was enough power from them combining their powers for her to turn Sprite human. But again, what I understood is it like enhances her powers that, that, that it, it doesn't give her new powers or different powers or the ability to understand that she has different powers. You know what I'm saying? Like where this power came from it just annoyed me because i'm like oh that's po-. and then it just gave like sprite a way out too it's like oh now she's gonna be a good guy and i'm yeah. sorry i just it was it was probably the most annoying part of the movie to me yeah um uh, you got yeah i just thought of another one that i i can't <laughs> believe i forgot about um was how they got rid of icarus <laughs> i'm flying in the sun he could have just he could have died fighting instead he's just like i'm gonna feel guilty i'm gonna go kill myself in the sun it's like well at least i mean he could still be alive i'm sure he's probably gonna be alive but that's what at least they made it seem like him flying into the sun and that was the end of him yeah correct Correct. Um, I wish. Well, he was sort of like the most like I know his acting. It was very stoic. I'm not saying like, but to me, like his his choices and what he wanted to do, I wish like they would have kept him around because that seemed like interesting to expound upon. You keep around the the one character that I was like, yeah, no, like the two characters that I probably least liked. You kept both them around. 
I was just like, well, they're not very compelling characters to me. So yeah, I'm with you. I, I didn't like, and I think they did it because of, you know, the, you know, what Icarus flies too close to the sun or flew close to the sun, you know, in, in mythology, that's what it is. I believe like he flew too close to the sun and he ends up dying. So they kind of like, I don't know, went full circle with the name flying oh, him into the sun. I didn't know that. Yeah. That, I think that's part of the reason. Okay. Another ugly I had was Crow. To me, he was sort of the most interesting part. Like, I mean, there was interesting parts. Maybe I don't want to speak to, but he was one of the most interesting things about the movie, how this deviant for the first time ever involved into a humanoid. And he started to have thinking ability and he's like, we're all pawns. And he like, he's understanding the greater purpose of all this he was more compelling than most of the heroes, if not all. And then they like hardly ever used him. They didn't expound on any of that. And then they just like, oh, he's going to die and kill them off. I didn't like that. I really wish they would have used him more. I, I thought he was super fascinating. Yeah, I thought he was, he was pretty cool too. Because like the ones you see mainly were like uh, wolves these weird looking wolves the whole time. And then all of a sudden you get this, man, I'm trying to think of what kind of creature you could like, like a giant golem type thing. I don't know what he is in the beginning, but then all of a sudden he's like morphing into this venom looking creature, you know? So, and then, yeah, he's like saying like little, uh, um, like mystical type, sayings every now and then that's like okay why is he saying this you know it makes you start thinking about stuff and then at the very end Thena ends up just killing him so it's like all right I guess we're not gonna expand on that at all <laughs> yeah it was sort of a waste yeah so I, I would say that's my last ugly that I have down here um so you got another one that's that's all I had Okay, so let's real quick. Uh, so that was the great, the good, the bad, the ugly. Let's just transition into some plot holes that I mean, we already talked about some. Is there any other ones that you you heard or, or want to hit on um, before we stop talking about the movie and give it a grade? Um, why don't you bring one up? I got to think of think of one. Oh, wait, I got I got one. I actually just thought of one. Okay, go ahead. So I know you liked uh, Kingo leaving uh, at the very end and not fighting, but like, where did he go during this <laughs> giant fight that's going on? You know, it's like, did he just go back to his country or like, what's he doing? Because that's kind of a big event. Like he's going to be either going back with Ereshim or, and the world is going to be destroyed or he's just going to keep living out his life. You know, it's like, what, what happened there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I wish they would explain that too. I, I would, I would say the first one I would like to bring up is the fact that this emergence was kind of happening and like had zero effect on the earth. Wasn't he coming out of like the core basically of the earth? <laughs> nothing happens to the earth that didn't make any sense yeah because they showed they showed like previous planets that they've done this to and it's like the celestials like like uh he's just like jumping out of the planet you know it's blowing up and then this one's taking like an hour to come out of the planet and he gets like a quarter of the way out of there like most of his arm and part of his face is coming out but yeah but then was, like uh, isn't like like so what part uh because he's in the water right so half of, like a portion of his body is probably underwater right and then so a part of the body is probably still kind of in the ground towards the core you would think that would mess up the earth it, him getting that far out right like <laughs> but it does nothing uh yeah i don't know okay you got another one <laughs> uh no i i don't what do you got i know you got okay, another so, one 
Yeah. So I got another one. Uh, this one was a really, uh, I heard someone get take, say this, which is just blew my mind. Um, but I want to point it out is why do all the characters have different accents when they talk and how do they know American sign language? <laughs> because America wasn't around when they went to earth even. So, and why would they create a deaf person? You know, like why would the celestials? Yeah, I, do I don't know. What it, it goes back to, like even like why do you create character? Why wouldn't they all just kind of look alike? You know, I don't know. It was just that was a huge. I was like, oh man, that is a really good plot hole. I cannot believe I didn't think of that. That's a great question. Like when they went to Earth, there wasn't different accents or languages when when they first appeared on Earth. So why do they have accents and stuff before they get there? It didn't make much sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think that's all I got. I, I probably have more plot holes, but that's all I can think of. We already talked about the Thanos stuff. Um, so let's yeah. go. Let's go. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I, I didn't really have much. I was just thinking about um, the relationship thing and how they like forced it at the end they very much force at the end makari and druig at the end you know that they're like a little thing mm -hmm. that was just it's like come on you know not everyone needs to be a couple in this movie <laughs> well, well that's why the gildamesh and thena thing um that's why i liked it because they clearly just they liked each other but not loved you know like you know whatever um we didn't need it. By the way, I forgot to mention we didn't need a sex scene. I just want to throw that out there. What in the world? Come on. I don't need that in my Marvel movies. I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. Apparently it was only 25 minutes and they had the take done, Ryan. So. <laughs> okay. What would you have? So I just want to ask this before we give our grade or our, uh, our rating, I should say our rating. What would you give it or, or what would you change? How would you have done it differently? Is there anything that you would like to see them do differently? So I hit on the powers pretty bad. So I would like to see something original, some power that we haven't seen before or something, you know, people are geniuses. They can come up with something. All right. So that would be, that would be one thing. Um, the other one is just have the have that crow deviant have more of a part like you you hit on that basically he should be more involved he shouldn't have died i don't think um unless they make another deviant in the earth that survived that will be able to take over his his uh his part but i think doing something with him in the future would have been would have been better for them but that's that's kind of all i got yeah um i would have liked those things too that you mentioned I, i'm trying to think of the powers though because like how would i have done the powers it maybe would have been kind of cool <laughs> and this is sort of last airbender-ish but if like each uh celestial had the ability to control elements or something like that like just a different element um, that could have been kind of fun, but yeah, something a little different would have been cool. I, I think, um, first of all, this should have been a Disney plus series, 10 episodes long, an hour, each episode that would have made more sense. You would have been able to flesh out these characters a little better. Two and a half hours was not enough time to get you to like all these characters. Um, and then I would have rather seen them if they were going to do it this way, do all the past stuff right away instead of just doing flashbacks do all the past stuff right away and then get to the present and stop don't don't do the flashbacks so show us where they were what they did fine but as we move forward don't keep going back to the past you know i think that would have helped the movie flow a little better yeah i, I would agree instead of jumping yeah. around all the time because that yeah there's movies that do it and it works out well but this is not one of them 
Correct. Yeah, because it was easy. Well, they were telling you so much that you could get lost. That's the problem. It's like, okay. Um, okay, let's go ahead. Give it a rating, Travis. What do you got for the rating for the movie? So I was pretty harsh on it, but I'm going to bump it up a little bit. I'll give it like a six, six and a half. I was originally okay. at a five and a half because I didn't. Some things were like pretty cheesy in the movie, too. Um, I did laugh a couple times. Not out of like, man, I have to laugh, but it actually was funny. I can't even remember the parts anymore, but I do recall laughing a couple of times. So at least they had a little bit of entertainment in there. But some parts were like so cheesy that I just couldn't get over that. I'm like, it keeps going downhill for me. So, yeah, I'd give it like a six, six and a half. Yeah, I, I too am in that range. So I think like I'm trying to put this it like 6.7 is probably where I'd have it. I probably liked it a little better than black widow. Um, but it wasn't as good as Shang Chi for sure. Like in the phase four hierarchy of things. So, uh, you know, for the three movies out so far. So that's where I have it. Yeah. I, I haven't seen that one, but I did see Black Widow and I wasn't really impressed with that movie either. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I did a review on it. So if you haven't heard it, you can, you know, telling the listeners, not you, Travis, but if you haven't heard it, you can go back to listen to it. Unless if you really want to listen to it, Travis, you can listen to it. But um, yeah, I, I had a, I had some issues with the movie as well. Um, well, that's all I got for you, Travis. Anything else? I don't think so. I guess we'll see when the next uh, next Eternals movie comes out. I wonder if they're gonna if they're gonna call it like so. You have Avengers, and then you have like Age of Ultron. It's Avengers: Age of Ultron. You know, like that. I wonder if this is gonna start like this is our Avengers type deal. Like Eternals are our Avengers, and then they're gonna have their couple off series with different characters. Uh, a couple hmm. different movies now and then they'll do an Eternals 2 like I wonder if that's where they're going with it I kind of doubt it but well with the ratings and stuff I don't like the 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 feedback people are giving this movie I don't know if Marvel is going to be able to do a sequel I right now honestly I'd be I, I think I would like to see them further this story just to see if they can make it better, but I'd be more surprised at this point, just with the feedback I've been hearing that they give this movie a sequel versus like them almost like just retconning the movie. Like it never happened. So I think what's going against this movie also is the Avengers had, you know, they built up so much hype for this. We we grew to love every character. Well, most most every character. Mm -hmm. And then that got to its peak and then it was it's done. Like that was it. Yeah. Like I don't know how you felt when Endgame happened, but I was like, that was a great conclusion to everything, you know. Now I can like move on i don't have to see any more avengers movies or anything i'd be good if they just ended it here but now we're starting brand new over and it's all these characters and i don't really like there's only like two that i know of maybe three of these actors so it's not like a lot of bigger names in this either so it's like yeah starting from scratch almost and i think that's going against it so it doesn't help it when people are watching this either so yeah I, I think if they had another one it would do better because yeah. we're more familiar with it we have Correct. a little bit more uh, depth to it so yeah i think right now marvel has to be like spider-man and then like getting x-men and fantastic four into this as soon as possible that's really the best route they can go right now to keep people like really engaged but it, it is interesting how marvel's going to respond to to the backlash kind of like that eternal's been getting so yeah 
Okay, man. Well, thanks. Thanks for joining me. Got it. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to me and Travis break down the Eternals uh, movie, the review. If you have any thoughts, uh, theories, or things you want to discuss on the podcast about the movie, please email me at nuttybuddy at gmail.com. Nuttybuddy at gmail.com. If you haven't yet and you're interested, me and Travis also broke down the What If series for the Marvel Universe, the MCU. We also did Star Wars Bad Batch, the series. We broke that down as well. And I also did my own review of Shang-Chi. You can go back and listen to that too. It's all in the podcast feed. Please follow me on Instagram at nuttybuddy underscore entertainment. That's when I show when I drop podcasts. And that's all I got for you today. So I really hope you guys enjoyed. Thanks so much for listening. And we will talk to you guys soon.